You're listening to the Grow Further Podcast, dedicated to helping you on your journey to get from where you are now to where you want to be. I'm Chris. And I'm Ellie. And we're your hosts. Grow further with us, starting now. Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of the Grow Further Podcast, where we are going to be talking about sharing more in 2024. Sharing more joy, that is, and sharing more often in the joy of others. That's, That's right. specifically what we're going to talk about, Chris. Yeah, so not just sharing more, right? <laughs> sharing more like, what? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're going to be talking about joy today, everybody. And we know that when we experience joy, one of the first things that we want to do is share it sometimes. And when we're on the receiving end and somebody shares something joyous with us, sometimes, you know, we in- embellish in it, we're there with that person, and then other times we're not. So we're going to be talking about why it's so important to share more because the impact on our relationships is really critical. Yeah. If we share more joy and we share in the joy of others more often, it's very likely to strengthen relationships and connection to enhance the intimacy and enjoyability of any relationship. So I think it's really important that we talk about this. And we talked about how to find joy in our last episode, but this is really about uh, relishing in it and sitting in it with someone else or allowing someone to sit in it with you. You know, I we were doing some research as we as we usually do and I think that something that was really interesting and Chris you found this. It was a study published in Psychological Science just a couple of years ago in 2021. Mm-hmm. And I love this. It found that sharing in someone else's joy can foster resilience, improve life satisfaction and help people work better during conflict, work better together right. during conflict. And I just thought, how cool is that? That when we experience such a positive emotion and we allow others to experience it with us or we allow ourselves to experience it with someone else, that it can totally improve life in so many different ways. Exactly. There's even more research that just suggests that being there for somebody when something's going right is so much more important than being there for somebody when something's going wrong. Because if you're there for somebody when something's going right and when they share joy with you, the impact on the relationship is massive because then they're more likely to come to you with other things going on in their life, you know, but sometimes sharing joyous things is scary. You know, that that's a vulnerable place to be. And I think that's one of the reasons that we don't do it enough. It, it's so funny because knowing all of this and having all this research, you have to ask yourself, it begs the question, if yeah. we know how good this is, why don't we do it more often? Why don't we sit and joy all of the time with others? And, you know, we are big fans of Brene Brown. And Brene Brown talks a lot about this, right, Chris? She talks yeah. about how joy is one of the most vulnerable emotions. But why is joy such a vulnerable emotion? Well, when you think about it, when you experience something that brings you happiness or joy, one of the first things that often you want to do is share it with somebody else, right? It's like, oh, I have good news. Something good happened. I want to share it. Well, whether or not when you choose somebody to share it with, whether or not it's good now depends on how that person responds. Oh, And that's where it's really scary because like, I think this is good, but how many of you listening right now have ever shared something really joyous, you know, or something that made you happy and the other person brought up the negative thing about it or took the conversation and, and talked about themselves or just said, yeah, okay, that's cool. And then went back to looking at their phone or you know, doing whatever it is that they're doing. It's it's so easy to feel deflated because 
you can't always trust that somebody else is going to experience joy in your joy. That's so interesting to think about like when you share joy with someone, you're almost placing a bet on them. I like that. Yes. It's like betting on a horse in a race. You're hoping that they'll see it as positively as you do. You're hoping they'll be as excited for you as you are. You're hoping they'll find joy in it as well and that they'll share in it with you. You're kind of hoping that they show up. I mean, let's be honest. You have expectations about how they'll show up and how you'd hope they would show up. That's why I love the bet. I love the bet language. I haven't thought about it that way, but that's exactly what you're doing. And, you know, the the likelihood, and this goes back to when you turn to others in times of joy, when you're there for someone, when someone's experiencing joy or good news, they're more likely to come back to you. If you keep placing a bet on the wrong horse, you might stop betting altogether or you yes. might stop believing in that horse. And this is why relationships slowly fade away, right? Like if if you were to think about how many people in your life when something good happens who comes to mind that you'd want to share it with? I imagine that that number is lower than if there was a problem that you needed to solve, how many people you'd call. And why? It's because of the vulnerability associated with sharing something good. I also think, Ellie, if we flip the script on this, we've all been on the receiving end of somebody sharing joy with us too. And one of the biggest thieves of joy, and you and I talked about this, is comparison. Mm. Negative comparison. And I'd also say guilt, you know, but we can explore that a little bit too, because that might be one of the reasons why we haven't shared as much, because maybe we've been on that other end and we don't want people to negatively compare with us. You know, there's nuance to it because I imagine, and I know I felt this way before, sometimes it feels almost braggadocious yes. when you're sharing joy with someone. Like you don't want to be seen as the person who's bragging or rubbing it in someone else's face, especially if someone else is going through a hard time. Exactly. Yeah. Those are some of the things that might prevent you from sharing joy with someone else, sharing good news with someone else. And what you said, you said something that's really important to, to unpack, right? You said comparison and guilt can both be reasons why we don't share joy with others. I mean, I know that I've had times where I've been on the receiving end of joy and that moment that they share it for me, I want to be happy for them. But then I also think about it a little self-centeredly, to be honest. I think about it in relation to myself uh-huh. and think about like, wow, they're doing so well. What's wrong with me? Or they were able to achieve this. What's wrong with me? And it's it's almost like I, I make it about me. And that can change the dynamic of the conversation. Yes. That can change the energy because let's be honest, you can't be sitting in your own self-pity at the same time as you're sitting in joy for someone else. It's hard because those are such conflicting positive and negative emotions. And and negative comparison and just looking at what somebody else has and say, oh man, I wish I had that. Like think about social media when I just thought about, you see everybody's highlight reel. It's so easy to just feel so envious, you know, over what other people have. They bought a car, they bought their house, they just got pregnant, they got a new job, they got a raise, you know, they got into the school of their choice, their sports team won. Like I could keep going on and on where uh, being on the other end, it's like, oh man, I wish I had those things. But there's actually a word in the German language that focuses on the intention of today's episode, which is about trying to get yourself out of that state to really find joy in someone else's joy. But the word is called, and I'm going to do my best here, Freudenfreude. So 
let's tell you a little bit about this word. It's derived from the German word for joy. And they really have to use, we have to use a German word because we don't have anything, any word that truly describes this in the English language. And I think that's kind of telling, to be honest. It is. Right? It is. Freud and Freude is defined as finding pleasure in another's joy or good fortune. Mm-hmm. It's it's sitting there and really experiencing joy because someone else is experiencing joy. Yes. And I, I think that when you share good news, this is the goal. This is the hope, right? That you and yes. the other person are able to sit in a space of Freud and Freude. Yes. And then think about the benefits, right? Because again, this is called grow further. Why? Because it can help enhance your relationships because you have increased belonging, that feeling of belonging. You have increased happiness. You lower your stress levels. That cortisol drip slows down dramatically because of the positive emotion that you're infusing into that moment in time. So it literally elevates your mood, increases psychological safety within the relationship. Like there's so many benefits to finding joy or pleasure in someone else's joy. And that's how our relationships, if we can do this, then our relationships, who knows, sky's the limit. Like where the relationship can go when it comes to level of connection and level of intimacy. And you know what I love about this is that we don't have to wait for something bad to happen to someone to allow ourselves to be more connected and closer to them. Yes, we can take every opportunity and basically opportunities like this exist regularly. Yes, absolutely. We just don't tune our ear to it, right? Mm-hmm. Or we if we're on the receiving end of something joyous or we choose not to share something joyous because of all the other things that we've talked about, right? So share more in 2024 and we're going to provide some tips to help you do that and it's twofold, right? We're asking you to share things that bring you happiness and joy with others. So that's one aspect of the sharing. But the other aspect is share in the joy that someone else shares with you, right? And there's different tips that we have for you to help us grow further because human connection, we're put on the earth to connect to people. We are going to be more successful in life, more successful in our relationships, more successful in our careers when we have that strong foundation of trust and connection to others. So what do you say, Ellie? What do do you say we get to the tips of how to share more in 2024? Let's do it. So when we think about sharing more and sharing more in the joy of others, the first tip is being brave, right? So being brave goes two ways. The first way that we're going to challenge you to be brave is to take every opportunity to share joy. Any opportunity to share something good that's happened to you, give others the chance to show up for you. Right. Bet on them. Bet on that relationship, bet on that connection, put yourself out there because the only way to build connection is to be vulnerable in a relationship. That's the only way that you're going to get there. So that's that's how you can be brave. The other way to be brave is to seize every opportunity to ask others to share joy with you. And, you know, it's it's pretty simple if you think about it. And it could be as simple as asking them, what's the most exciting thing that's happened to you lately? Or what are you excited about? this coming week. You know what I often ask Ruby? What? I try to ask Ruby every day, what's something that made you happy today? There you go. Like what I'll also say, what's something good that happened today? Because it's so easy in conversation to focus on what went wrong that I'll just say, what's something good that happened today? And so even though you know she's tired and exhausted, Aww. you know, 
it does change the trajectory of the conversation and it creates that safe space for her to share something and then for me to be on the ready to embrace that joy and Freud and Freuda, you know, be in that moment of finding pleasure and joy and in her happiness and joy. And I know that you did that. You talked about it in the last episode with your kids. Like there's specific questions that you ask Nico and Leo to change the way that they see their day and change the way they think about their day, which also develops super healthy thinking habits. My therapist has said this to me, allow others to surprise you, right? Because even if it's someone who you've gone to, this is our challenge, right? In 2024, even if there's somebody in your life who you've gone to and shared joy with, and they haven't shown up the way you'd hope, give them an opportunity to surprise you. Give them that other chance. Try it. So be brave is our first tip. What's our second tip, Chris? The second tip would be multiply the joy, okay? All of you listening right now, we want you to be joy multipliers. And what that means is when somebody shares something good with you, whether it be something small, like they had a good day, or they had a really nice dinner at a restaurant last night, or they're healing from their their injury, or they had a great doctor's visit, just be on the lookout for something good. But when they share it, embrace that joyous moment and ask questions, engage with them, get them talking about the good thing more. That's how you could be a joy multiplier. Don't steal the joy. Don't make it about you. You know, don't make it about you. Don't bring a negative focus to it, but literally just try to sit in that goodness with them in that moment. So be a joy multiplier, be on the ready for when somebody chooses you over anyone else to share something good with. It doesn't take much, right? We had an episode a while back called the gift of good news where we go into this in depth, but The one thing that is important to remember when you're talking about multiplying the joy is to be authentically you. And there are some really easy ways that you can do this. It's just ask questions, make eye contact, really listen to the words that they're saying, right? Be there in that moment. Put your phone down. Just those three things, exactly, can Mm -hmm. bring you closer and help that person multiply joy and allow you to be a joy multiplier. The last tip is give thanks. When you share good news with someone, there's two ways that you can give thanks. First is if they contributed to your good news or your joy, thank them for doing so. Thank them for the way that they contributed to your success, the way they added to your joy, the way they helped create that good news or that good moment. And if they haven't, that's still okay because the other way you can give thanks is thanking them for the way that they showed up for you, thanking them for demonstrating Freud and Freud, right? Really thank them for listening, for sharing in your joy, and for being there for you, not only in the bad times, but in the really, really happy times as well. That's so key to reinforce that, right? I think we don't often love out loud enough. And when people do things that make us feel good, it'd be nice to share that because then maybe they say, oh, okay, that made you feel good. I want to do that again, you know? So yeah, love out loud a little bit more. You just made me think of something. LOL to me no longer means laugh out loud. So if I'm sending you an LOL, if you're in my life and I'm sending you an LOL, know that I'm loving you out loud. I (laughs) adore that, Chris. It is the new LOL. So yeah, 2024, the year of the LOL, love out loud. And if there's some laughter in there, I think that that only makes it even better. That's true. Well, we hope that you can share joy and share in the joy of others a little more in 2024 through being brave, multiplying the joy, and giving thanks for those who sit in it with you. And 
between now and next time, what are what should our listeners do, Chris? Well, I guess they can LOL more in 2024. And remember that we're grateful for you listening and we can't wait to be on the journey for 2024, 2024 with you this year. So thank you for listening. We really appreciate y'all. Thank you. We'll see you next time. This has been a CVS Health production. This episode was produced and edited by Jed Ackerman with digital support from Eva Charbonneau. Listen, follow, and let us know what you think of the podcast by leaving a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode of the Grow Further podcast. See you next time.